to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Holy smokes, Batman. It's Gaggle of Geeks with... Uh, Blake Howard? And Sophie Lye. Good morning, Blake Howard of Graffiti with Punctuation. Good morning, Soph. Good morning, geeks in Sydney. How you doing? Everyone's doing great, Blake, because it's Black Panther Week. OMG. Oh, my gosh. It is here. It finally. is finally here. Finally. Everyone can see it. I can finally go, yes, how great is it with everyone I see on the street? <laughs> Except for just like talking to Soph last week, if you would have listened to any of our, our podcasts of the last show, Soph's just like, it was so good. Yeah. I was speechless and now I I've actually got my words back. I actually talk. And no, but I actually caught it opening afternoon yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was a surprising lot of people because I left work a little early to go catch it. So people were excited. Just, I guess some people just had the same idea. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Just you know, chuck that sicky, chuck a sicky, guys. Just <coughs> <coughs> yeah, my allergies. <coughs> yeah, oh, I just, just going home. Oh, <coughs> I got the black lung, pup. Um, so, uh, folks who. Have no clue what we're talking about. Black Panther is the latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, this year, it carries on pretty much directly uh, from Captain America Civil War and stars Chadwick Boseman, who we met as Chala, who is the king of the mysterious and fictional African nation Wakanda. Um, basically, it carries on his father, Chaka, um, died in the terrorist attack where um, Daniel Brühl um, from uh, Civil War kills him. Uh, and he then has already inherited the mantle of the Black Panther, but becomes the king, which is unusual and causes conflict. So the movie begins with him as the Black Panther, him inheriting the mantle of um, going from prince to king, and a whole bunch of other conflict that comes in um, with the introduction of the character Killmonger, played by Michael B. Jordan, and Ulysses Claw, who we did meet a little bit in the past, uh, played by Andy Serkis, is, you know, uh, causing a little bit of mischief, trying to get his hands on that precious vibranium that uh, made up Captain America's shield and also makes up a whole bunch of stuff in the Wakandan advanced civilization. So we get this incredible story that is kind of sci-fi action, Black James Bond uh, meets... Better than Black James Bond. Better than Black James Bond. Just by far. Black excellence uh, meets uh, a really emotional and so like on point commentary of current social issues for people of color and uh yeah so race relations politics privilege and you feminism colonization colonization in particular it's just and it tackles it so beautifully and it's not like you know slamming it down your throat it's just seamless yeah it's Marvel movies, like, to be brutally honest, like, this is gaggle of geeks, right? Mm. And if you guys are listening to our podcast, you know that Soph and I are geeks and we care a lot about, you know, these modern myths that, that we call superhero movies, right? And so many of them have nothing to say. They are mindless entertainment. And there's definitely a space for it, but in this gluttony of movies and with everything that you can watch, you, you have an appetite for things that have stuff to say. Absolutely. And, and if I wanted crap to watch, like, that had nothing to say, I'd watch reality TV, which I do already. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I have that void filled. Yeah. If you want mindlessness, it, there's no shortage of it. So you can find it Everywhere. So, look, Ryan Coogler, the guy behind Fruitvale Station uh, and Creed, the amazing Creed, you know, brings along Michael B. Jordan, his frequent collaborator in Muse, and, you know, they create 
a superhero movie that is light years different to almost any other Marvel movie you've seen, uh, completely unique in the way that it integrates sort of um, uh, it integrates African culture and and sort of fast forwards it into modernity and and it almost in this weird redefinition phase sort of takes all these what you could consider sort of ancient cultural elements and then sort of splashes them in and injects them like a supercharge with this incredible technology. So it's kind of rewriting um, and giving sort of an alternate timeline of a potential, you know, black history. And But it's not, it's done in such a cool way because it's also anchored to the reality of you know, the the reality of bondage and the reality that, yeah. you know, African people were taken off of that continent and used as slaves all around the world in, in, in those big colonial empires. And on that note of culture, there is, like, great pride yes. of their culture. Deep and pride. Deep pride. And they embrace it fully. Like, me living in Australia, I am Asian. And, <laughs> like... I don't know. There's a, I find it with a lot of people who live outside their actual, you know, um, heritage, like places of where they've come from. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, assimilate, assimilate. Yeah. Don't, like, bring attention to yourself. Just, oh, you know, whatever Sarah Brennos is doing. Like, no, your culture is embarrassing. This is just a deep embracement of it. And it's like, yeah. This yes. is awesome. It is beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. And, you know, what's, you know, we've talked at a high level, like, you know, it's a superhero movie with something to say and like straight off the bat uh, uh, and, and it's got, you don't want to miss the point that it's really fun. It's action packed. It looks aesthetically outstanding. It has incredible music in the movie and also has an entire album called Black Panther, the album. Curated by Kendrick Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) Curated by Kendrick Lamar. um, That is, you know, incredible companion to the movie. And it's just the actors do such an amazing job. You know, Chadwick Boseman already has demonstrated his capacity to play this, you know, regal power um, in, in the previous films that in the previous film you saw him in um, Captain America Civil War rather. But he he's incredible, but it's Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger, who is kind of the tragic hero, a, a tragic hero slash villain. You know, they say one man's terrorist, another man's revolutionary. Like this is the guy who has been militarized from living in racist America and is coming back to his homeland, and he and and he means business because you know. Wakanda has been an isolationist, hear that, you know, hear that make America great again slogan, Mm. isolationist country for the most part that's been sort of, you know, maintaining its way of life at the expense and and, and ignoring the world that's around them. So it's, it's fun, it's well acted, it's a gut punch, and it's probably the, the most powerful Marvel movie that I think I've ever seen. It is, and it's probably one of the best ensemble films that I've seen. Because while it is called Black Panther, watching that film, I and Chadwick Boseman, don't get me wrong, does a great job, but I feel like it's everyone's film. Yeah, in that, like, it's hard to see who steals it between Daniel Kaluuya, Angela Bassett, Lupita Nyong'o, Letitia Wright, Letitia Wright, Forrest Whitaker. Um, it, it is honestly everyone working together <laughs> on a project that they love so much to bring something so beautiful, and it's just like you know. Oh, and Sterling K. Brown. Oh, my gosh. Sterling K. Brown pops up in this movie and... Um, in one of the most heartbreaking <laughs> moments and you're just like, oh. 
Yeah, look, Black Panther's everything I could have hoped for um, coming out of Coogler. If you had seen Creed, you knew what he could do. If you had seen Fruitvale Station, you knew what he could do. And both those movies are available on streaming services right now in Oz. So if you're like watching Netflix right now and you haven't seen Creed, mm. which basically resurrected the Rocky franchise and actually made a movie that is arguably better than every one of the sequels, <laughs> except, you know, Rocky 3. I have a special place in my heart. Rocky um, 4. <laughs> Rocky 4. Also special. Uh, look, I love Rocky. <laughs> shut up. Um, but, uh, no, look, it's amazing. And it's actually, you know, uh, it's a, it does have flaws. Um, you know, that's, that, that goes, that goes without saying. And I think, um, uh, it's, it's definitely, there's, you're gonna hear in the you're gonna hear in the grapevine that this is an extremely well reviewed movie and and a, a lot of people are universally praising it. It's not a complete. And if you're master- reading anything from News Corp, ignore it. Yeah. Ignore that review. Uh, oh, look, there's actually two negative reviews in the world right now, uh, and they both come from Australia. Both from Australia. <laughs> there will be more, um, and usually they're just clickbait inducing reviews. But all I would say is, it's an incredibly well made film. It does have flaws because it is, and the flaws are really driven out of its ambition to create something so unique and open up a universe that hasn't existed in, firstly, superhero movies, but hasn't existed in blockbuster cinema, hasn't existed in mainstream cinema. Just com- in pop culture. In pop culture. A, com- a complete reinvention and revision of blackness and of, and of, and of, the concept of Africa as perennially this place that is primitive to something that is hyper-stylized um, science fiction advancement. And it's it's like a redefinition of what we understand to be black. And it's 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 amazing and, and perfectly and aptly, you know, brought in with Black Panther as this powerful and unique and timely uh, a hero. And uh, I just loved it. I thought it was a, a masterpiece, a flawed masterpiece. And the M word is so fucking overused but it really is a a a terrific and powerful movie and i and uh, like i can't recommend it any higher so you're like you know how you're talking about daniel kaluuya before yeah what's the opposite of the sunken place wakanda wakanda And it is known, it has been confirmed. 100%. By Jordan Peele. <laughs> Wakanda is the, the opposite of the sunken place. But if you are watching the film, we do have a bit of advice. One hot tip. All Marvel movies have cutscenes. We know it. Everyone stays behind for it. And this one has two cutscenes. Stay for the first. The first is great. The first does things that cutscenes don't usually do, which is actually comment on the current film that they were talking about, and it feels like a beautiful little perfect epilogue. It is gorgeous. That is it. You take your things, you get out, and you keep continuing talking about how great it now was. Now, you listen friends. to me. We just talked about Jordan Peele. After the first cutscene, get <laughs> out of the cinema. Just go. Listen to what we're saying. If, I, if you're in front of me right now, I'd say, look at my face, read my lips, get out. That is all. Remember, first cutscene. First. First. Now, if you like spoilers or you ha- you are seeing this after this morning and you see Black Panther this weekend and you want to listen to 2SER's Gaggle Geek podcast, which is a much longer version of this current show. Yes. An hour longer. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to listen to that, there is a deep explanation and a very ripe rant waiting for you about why you need to get out. So, get out. Get out.
<laughs> I'm out. We're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.